I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 184, this week featuring my guests Joe and Matt of the New Jersey-based pop-punk band All Systems Go. Uh, they've been playing music together since around 2016, and uh, their latest album was called Nonfiction, which released in 2022. Uh, I featured some songs of theirs. One is called Rotten Tomatoes, and the other is called Don't Let Me Go. So if you like them, you uh, can definitely find them wherever you stream music. In our conversation, we kind of talked about uh, the origins of the band and uh, a lot of the lyrics and their upcoming tour and uh, a bunch of other random stuff. So if you're friends or fans of theirs, hopefully uh, you find out something you didn't know before. But uh, regardless, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for supporting local music and art wherever you may be uh, listening in from. We all definitely appreciate it. But otherwise, uh, hopefully you yourself are doing okay and uh, staying sane, staying positive and all that stuff. Uh, definitely feel free to look out for the podcast on any of the socials and uh, check us out there for any updates. Um, in personal news and notes, I'll be playing at Idiom Brewing with my band The Hollow Truce uh, tonight, Friday. Uh, that'll be around 7 to 10 and uh, that's in Frederick, Maryland, so if you're in the neighborhood. Feel free to stop by and hang out. Uh, EDM's definitely got some really good beers. Um, but the last uh, three things I always mention is uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is the side company of this podcast. We do a lot of video work or in and around the DMV, so if you need any of that, definitely hit us up. And then uh, the merch store is also up on Shopify. And... Uh, you can find the link to that in the episode notes as well. And then the last thing is Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland, where I take all my guitars. And, uh, yeah, it's a really good uh, guitar shop. Without uh, too much further ado, we'll get to the interview. The song you're hearing in the background right about now is going to be called Rotten Tomatoes. I'm a part-time rock star. say that before but uh nice to meet you guys nice to meet you too hey yeah nice to meet you too it looks like uh mj peza is uh one of you guys and then uh joe is another one i'm not sure what mj yep. stands for other than michael jordan yeah <laughs> <laughs> matt joseph <laughs> right on that's cool yeah welcome on uh this little podcast thing i've been getting going here for a little while now they call it the mm. part-time rockstar podcast mm-hmm. And uh, obviously not too far away from you guys, just down uh, down the corridor, down 95, in uh, mm-hmm. kind of just south of Baltimore. Cool. Oh, nice. That's awesome. We've been trying to play there for a little bit now. <laughs> I mean, no luck. <laughs> uh, well, you came to the right place. <laughs> I can 
I can certainly help you out with that. Um, mm. You know, likewise, I'd like to play up in Jersey. So, you know, it's a part of this whole little networking game. But um, mm. probably off the top of my head, uh, I'm doing a little festival in June that I try to do uh, every year. Uh, we're just, you know, former bands of the show. I call it the, the alumni of the show. Um, try to do a little two stage get together, just kind of jam out all day. So awesome. Um, if you end up being free that day, I'll, I'll text it to you, but I think it's going to be uh, June 3rd, June 3rd. So as right after our Lancaster PA gig. Yeah. Uh, nice. Are you playing the, Phantom power? Uh, tell us 360. Oh, tell nice. us. Yeah. Right on. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. I know summer's starting to, you know, book up everybody mm-hmm. so it's oh, crazy yeah. you gotta like plan that so many months in advance <laughs> yeah the amount of like venues that have told me like we're booked for 23 already i'm just like well what about 24 or 25 <laughs> you know like can, just, keep, just keep planning ahead yeah can you just yeah, throw yeah. us on a calendar like uh you know we'll we'll be there i promise <laughs> just hold the yeah, spot really. hold the spot for us like <laughs> What do, we have, what do we have to do? I don't even. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a longer conversation, probably, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if you guys are also in the cover world. I tend to dabble between the two, mm. so yeah. that also we used to do that. We used to do that more than we do now. I don't think we do. I mean, tell us we have. They told us we should pl- be playing a double set. So like mm-hmm. two like seventy five minutes sets. So we'll like bring back covers. We used to do a lot of like cover band gigs and like mm-hmm. kind of fun like the like the all systems go only side of things like that way. Yeah, but it's a lot harder to do that like practicing and like finding the time to practice like three hours worth of songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little annoying for sure. If mm-hmm. like if you had to do that for every show, every cover show, that would be insane. Mm-hmm. But um. I feel like over the years, if you kind of play with the same people, you just kind of like build up a back catalog of like, all right, we've played that song before, you know, or these group of songs before, and it's just sort of builds up, and you're like, all right, pretty much, we can, we <laughs> yeah. can break them out again or whatever. So definitely, our uh, our back catalog. Uh, I think are we had a, a very we have a good back catalog, but COVID hit like right at the top of our cover banding stuff. Nice. And then as we all sat around, we kind of lost some of that. And we really have only done like original stuff since we came back from COVID, the big shutdown. So like we haven't really done a full on cover set, like Matt said, except for the one Telus gig. And then this one coming up will be the next one. Probably the biggest mix of covers and originals that we've done since then. Yeah. Right on. Another reason I kind of bring it up too is there's this guy on YouTube. Uh, looks like his handle's called like Alex Milton, but he does like all these really uh, pretty interesting um, pop punk or emo punk covers of every genre. So he's mm. he's got like a massive YouTube channel, and um, Matt in particular kind of looked like him. So I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. wait, you... is he? Does he have like um? I don't know if I'm thinking of the same guy. Is this the guy that do- there's like a Psalm 41 song, but it's like a country version of it? That sounds like him. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm texting you the guy's 
channel now just so you yeah can... or it's like if, if blink 182 wrote this pop song or this like yeah if blink 182 one of his top videos is if blink 182 wrote wonderwall <laughs> i think joe i think august showed us that i'm pretty sure that would make sense matt also looks like lots of band guys with the bald head and the beard so yeah i'm, I'm not trying to stereotype too hard <laughs> or ste- or stereotype this the, is the the genre but a, a lot of guys have the this same is the guy a lot of guys have the <laughs> same kind of voice obviously it's like country or whatever you got kind of got to have that style oh yeah definitely so you got it down i'll give you that <laughs> um this is the same guy. Yeah. I was like, man, you might be really famous just hiding hiding here in, in your original band. <laughs> Playing in a local like, band in New Jersey. Yeah. You never know, man. People yeah. got all kinds of stuff going on. That's true. So, Very true. Yeah. Plus, we all know it doesn't really seem to matter how big you are sometimes on anything as far as like playing originals go. I mean, you got to start from mm. the ground up mostly. No matter, no matter oh, yeah. what. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess on that note, that's that's what we're here to kind of talk about, anyway. So, uh, mm-hmm. I was I was checking out your guys' videos, and uh, they're pretty fun. Um, I, I don't know if it's like another theme, or maybe just a coincidence, but like the one with the pizza delivery guy in it. <laughs> Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a that was pretty cool another band i just had on the show just had a like it wasn't a similar wasn't that similar of a video but they also had the pizza theme pretty hard in their in their video so it's like that hmm. oh that's awesome yeah, yeah that for that video that was actually uh we did order pizza for everyone that showed up to uh, like be part of the video and stuff but the guy yeah. just happened to show up like right as we were like in the middle of a take awesome <laughs> so you just yeah. You just um, go over, someone went to go answer the door, and you just hear a videographer go, hey, do you want to be in a music video? (laughs) (laughs) Got all quiet at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great great call by Ryan at the last second to drag the pizza guy into the video. That was quality content right there. He probably wondered at first, too, if he was being invited to a porn, which I imagine (laughs) is like every pizza guy's dream, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh! So it's like somewhere in between, you know, music video. Yeah. Yeah. You know, probably. Porn, yeah. Whatever. Probably <laughs> still a story he'll tell for a little while, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I was gonna ask how you kind of swindled everybody into the room for the for the shoot or for the show. Usually, pizza and beer is like the go-to. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, it gets people <laughs> out. Yeah, we also had some people from other bands um, in our area as well. And just some friends who live yeah. in the area who could come out. Yeah, you got to get that local support, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, um, it looks like you guys, uh, at least according to Spotify, have been going since like 2016. So that's a good little uh, good little bit. And then I noticed like in the maybe one of the videos, uh, I got to look up the name for which one it was, but uh, you only had maybe one singer at the time. I think that was for... Uh, the one where they ride off into the sunset for that video. Oh yeah. So our band has always had like me and Devin, the other singer who's in that video. Like we okay. kind of always like switched off. Cause in, we were a band in high school. Yeah. Um, 
and then like all systems go was like a uh, a revival of that like a few years later like i we started that my senior year of college like four something years later yeah. um so Devin used to do all the leads and stuff, lead vocals and stuff in high school. I would like harmonize maybe sometimes, but we've always, it's either like songs are usually a Devin song or a Matt song. Yeah. And sometimes, especially on their most recent record, it's a mix of like both evenly switching back and forth. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Menzingers, maybe a little bit. I don't we've know. done that before. I don't know if you're familiar with, with them, but. Yeah, Scranton yeah. Boys. Yeah, not too far away. They're one of my favorite bands for sure. Mm, I'll have to check them out. Would really like to see them live. Yeah, they they put on a good show. Crowds always riled up when I've seen them. The last one, <laughs> I lost my shoes, my wallet, and my hat in the mosh pit in uh, Joe, in Philly too. When I don't live there, so that sucked. <laughs> that was probably a great oh, show gosh. if it was in Philly, though. Yeah, it was uh, underground arts. I was just there to see counterparts. All right on. Yeah, it's cool. funny too because we were in like you know obviously one of the neighboring bars for the show, and like the lead singer walked in and sat down next to us at like the table with like his girlfriend or whatever, and we're just like, well, do we like what do we do here? Do we fanboy, or do we, <laughs> or do we just let him be and have his drink with his uh, girlfriend or whatever? But nonetheless, it was just kind of wild because we were just like, oh, well, that's cool. I guess this is like a, a decent spot then. Maybe I don't know. He would know better than we would. So, did you fanboy? I, I have to know now. Nah, we left him alone. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. We, Respectable. Yeah, we we're just like, there's nothing really good that can come from this, so we'll just <laughs> let the guy let the guy be. He's gonna have to go sing in front of, you know, pack club here in 15 minutes. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Whatever, but I'm sure he's a good dude. I, have, I, mm. I don't know. I'll have to save that conversation if I can ever get him on the podcast or something. There you go. That's what I should have done. I should have got up in his face and, hey, man, I got a music podcast. Like every, like every <laughs> other. Not? Every other. Got to promote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, <laughs> again, we're here to kind of talk about your tunes. And, uh, I, yeah, I mean, normally where I start is just kind of how you guys all met got together. So since we covered that, now it's kind of like where you're headed and what the latest and greatest thing is and uh it looks like you know you got a full-blown album out here recently yep so um i didn't listen to four guys one machete but that sounds gnarly uh is <laughs> a good word yeah you got a couple of interesting titles on there i don't know where to start exactly on it it looks like uh don't let me go is the uh air quotes the the hit uh so far at least according sure. to the numbers yeah, we so, could we could start from there actually. Yeah, like um, so our buddy uh, Chris, who is in a group called Afton, which if you notice one of the songs is like a a feature with them. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at Spotify, um, so he used to intern with Nick Brzezzi from Man Overboard when he was uh at the studio at his old studio, which was the uh. I'm blanking on the name here. The uh, the Lumberyard in Hamilton, which is in South Jersey. Yeah. Um, so at some point, I think it was November 2020, Chris was like, oh, Nick is moving his space up to the Gradwell house in Haddon Heights, which like Joe lives in Hershey. 
right now, so he's like two hours away. But when he's home, like yeah. the Gradwell house is like twenty minutes away from us in every direction, like in the center, basically. So it was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, yeah, and he's trying to look for like local bands and stuff to kind of like, you know, continue his producing, just kind of like. Yeah, you know, develop his like repertoire and stuff because like he's been doing he he's always been a producer before he's been a, um, like a member of a band. Right like he said that to us, he's a producer like first and foremost. Some yeah. sp- somebody who records and whatnot before he's like a bass player or a singer or anything. Um, and that was November twenty twenty, and I remember him saying like, "Oh, this is like what he charges for everything. This is like what the process is like," and it was like as a band we had just released our like a little bit before that we released our ep the waiting room and that was more of like um we went to the local studio after meeting a sound engineer and an open mic and like we did it that way and then like COVID happened so we had to like find out all the best ways to promote it like just kind of become an online band for a while so coming yeah. out of everything like it's stuff was shut down for a while and like coming out of that it was like okay shows are going to come back eventually so like what's and like the waiting room itself is like a year and it's going to be like a year and a half old at this point it's like what do we do next as a band so then we decided the next thing we would do is work with like an actual producer for the first time so like i hit up nick a little while later and then was like we want to make a record but we're still like writing the songs and we don't know what the sound is going to be like and stuff we had a couple stuff like songs that we were working on that are like songs that are on the album now but um it, from the beginning tw- at the beginning of 2021 it was like let's do like an ep he said let's do like an ep at max cuz like like he has a certain way of recording then it's like he like we might not be used to it kind of thing um he has his own process so it was like let's like get to know each other through a few songs a little bit first so that's where it started and the first session that we did with him was homecoming don't let me go and um the one where they ride off into the sunset yeah and that was also the first time where we did the whole route of like what bands are doing now where it's like you put out a single you create a bunch of content for it and then like that will take six weeks and then the next six weeks focuses on the next song and then the next six weeks focuses on the next song so we recorded the first session we were with him in may of 2021 and the songs came out october november and then uh, Don't Let Me Go was January of 2022. Nice. So Don't Let Me Go is actually a, a fun story because uh, Dean wrote that song, our bassist. And he wrote that song five or six years before we even recorded it yeah. with uh, Nick in the studio. And he wrote it as a pop song. So no heavy guitars or anything like that that we have on there now. So we got the chance to kind of punkify it for him right. and help him out with that process. And we thought we had the song kind of good and sounding like we wanted it. And then when we brought it into the studio, Nick made all these great changes that really leveled up the song. And he ended up, he, he really liked that one too. He kept telling us it sounded like Cars if they mm-hmm. went pop punk, which is pretty funny. Yeah, the poppier the better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I've never played personally in that genre, but um, pop is kind of universal to everything. So mm. were you guys... Um, have you guys kind of always been in that world or um, I don't know, were you playing something different prior to this? I would say so. Like mm-hmm. in high school, I feel like the band that we had in high school was more, it sounded closer to like blink or like old, like my own worst enemy lit. Yeah. Not stuff. Yeah. But like, 
going into all systems go like starting the band like i wanted to kind of create the midway between like springsteen so like menzingers basically yeah. like punk rock but like that the holy jersey shore type rock sound between springsteen and like a day to remember yeah but if you just like go to the middle of those two the way that our sound just comes out just ends up being pop punk like I feel like I've never listened to like a pop punk song and then thought right after that like I want to write something that includes that or like kind of like yeah. replicate that. like if I like pull anything or like or like inspired by anything from like other music it's always something that's completely like like different like I'm not sure if you're familiar with a uh, are you familiar with like heavier stuff like August Burns Red and like Parkway Drive and like like metalcore and stuff like that yeah, I believe I've seen those bands on like Warp Tour and stuff back in the day, and obviously yeah. they're pretty heavy. Asking yeah, yeah, like Asking Alexandria was probably the one that like I actually really liked. Nice. Um. So like, yeah, that is an example. Like one of our more popular songs, "The Story So Far," has like a, um, it has like a riff and like right after the first chorus, where I got the idea for that after listening to uh, "Boneyards" by Parkway Drive, which is like obviously like way heavier, but it's one of those things where like listening through, it's like, what if we had something where it just goes back to the main like chord? It has a little lick in between, then it goes to the next section of like chords, and then it has another lick in between, and it's just like, it like, yeah. I feel like all of us kind of think in that way. Like I don't think we've ever like sort of referenced back. Like, oh, I was listening to, like, Newfound Glory, and then, like, this came to mind kind of thing. It's always something different with us, but it just ends up being pop punk. Yeah, I think, too, I mean, you kind of got to play to your strengths. And, like, if your voice, which, you know, sounds very pop punk, I don't know if you're doing that with any <laughs> added effort. Some, I usually think most people just sing how they sing. Um, you kind of yeah, play. No, that's pretty much Devin's voice. <laughs> yeah. So then if, it's like, why not? play the genre that your voice fits you know mm -hmm. definitely or, or i don't even know if it's a thought it's just what happens i guess you know so i don't know um i was curious too about um what about a shipwreck in canada is there a story behind that mm. yeah so that was we ended up that was the fourth and like final single before the album because we had like i said we recorded the first three singles together and then from there it was like we want to record like the rest of an album with you nick basically so the second session from the album was shipwreck public figure and rotten tomatoes and then the last session was unread and machete um what about a shipwreck in canada is the question that was asked that led to the naming of our first band in high school yeah. So, yeah. So like, um, our Joe wasn't in our band in high school. Um, he kind of jumped on at the beginning of All Systems Go when like our original drummer was like, I don't know if I can dedicate the time to like learning, like relearning how to play drums. Mm -hmm. But like from back in the day, our band in high school was called But We Aren't Canadian. Oh, okay. So originally, the first like question when we were like trying to come up with a name our original bassist who also named all systems go like back then it was like, we were just like kind of like searching up random things. And he was like, what about a shipwreck in Canada? And <laughs> then like, like the name, like shipwreck in Canada or a yeah. shipwreck in Canada. And then somebody else, one of us said that would be cool, but we aren't Canadian. <laughs> and then in a later conversation, it was like, Oh yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. August wanted to name the band, but we aren't Canadian. And then that's just how the, 
that's what the band name just ended up being. So like <laughs> with, I yeah. guess with nonfiction being what we would consider like our best work, starting the album off with like, the song is basically like, we like our band survived the pandemic in high school. Our band didn't go anywhere, but we didn't like let any like naysayers kind of stop us from doing our thing. Like that's how the album starts. Yeah. And then like kind of felt that that was a good fourth single to have too. Also a fun story to tell because it's a great story for a band name. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> as far as the uh, band name stories I've heard, that's it's not bad for sure. <laughs> Uh, so, do you guys uh, have any uh, upcoming shows here? Yeah, we got a tour coming up. Oh, all right. Maybe we should get into that. I noticed, too, that uh, you played with uh, some friends of mine, uh, Sounds and Scenarios, in the past, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's one of the upcoming shows that we have. Oh, okay. I misread that's that. Boston show. Yeah, they're the, they're the mass band. that I think we played in Richmond together, strangely enough. <laughs> that's awesome yeah our next run is going to be uh, Connecticut, Boston, New York and then South Jersey in four days which we're super excited about because we've never first of all gone all the way up to uh, Massachusetts before or been at that far away in any direction uh, secondly um, that type of stretch of four, four days, four shows four different states we've never done anything like that so we're super excited to see how that goes yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, mm. Who's driving? What kind of uh, <laughs> tour vehicle probably, you got going? Probably share the driver, honestly. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm more inter- interested in uh, whose mystery machine you're all piling into. <laughs> that's like, a probably just going to be two-carring it or something. Yeah. Oh, the old two-car. All right. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's Translation, gonna... we haven't figured it out yet, so yeah. <laughs> it's on the to-do list. <laughs> We've figured out like staying like we actually my roommate from college actually lives up in boston so like we're gonna play the connecticut show probably leave right after that get to his place like really late so we could spend the whole saturday and whole friday in boston basically since the show isn't until like really late at night um and then stay at his place again and then go back to new york but the new york show ends at 10 so we could just drive back to jersey right after so really only have to overnight twice of the four days in one place yeah, it's smart. I was actually trying to figure out a similar sort of itinerary in March, just between like New York and Philly. But I think if you got somebody who can stay sober during the set to uh, to drive after, <laughs> then you're good. <laughs> oh yes, that's usually me. Philly. So. <laughs> yeah, it's only a couple hours. Yeah, it's important to have the the guy in the band that doesn't drink, so he can you know remember everything and. <laughs> Make sure you don't leave gear behind, or yeah, I don't know. that's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cough, cough, Devin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you wanted to give. I guess you kind of already did, but some of the, the other guys in the band, you know, quick shout out or or whatever, make fun of them because you know they might listen. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not here to hear us make fun of them. They can't defend themselves. So. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and this is permanently recorded on the internet, you know. So now's now, now's the time to shine. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Devin who left his guitar in New York and his pedal board. <laughs> <laughs> the same like grouping of shows. <laughs> <laughs> because he's aloof or just got wasted. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I feel like it was. I feel like it was aloof, actually. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. Played like kind of small and crowded rooms too. Yeah. So it, I kind of, I kind of understandable about like in New York, the venue we played the the loaded in area was in an entirely like the venue itself was four separate like rooms, but they were in such Rockwood? a way that it would be. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. We're we about stage one. Yeah. We're at the stage Project. one level as well. It's like Guitar Hero. You know, you got to. Oh, yeah. You got to work your way. Yeah. Out. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no. It was also those stretch of shows were also right before covid locked down the entire world mm-hmm. so then he couldn't drive to new york to get his guitar back oh damn it was a bit of a it was a bit of an adventure yeah but that sucks it found it it found its home again so you know yeah wow thanks to our our buddy ryan the videographer ryan of catch me if you can he has his own project as well nice um did he do your music videos as well he yep. did and he is fucking awesome at those he is yeah. <laughs> You always got to give a shout out to the videographer. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I I guess I could look it up here, but uh, where are you playing in Philly? In Philly. Or where did oh. you play in Philly? Maybe you're not playing Philly on this run. No, we played. You mean where Devin left his pedalboard? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was at the fire. Okay, is that still around or is that gone? It's still around, but it's not. It's. It doesn't have the best reputation. I, th- I feel like. Yeah. It might not look like that on the surface, but like, like a lot of the bands that are like the some of the bigger bands around here that like have played there before. It's like mm. at least for us, it's like I don't know if we want to go back, kind of thing. Yeah, just a dive or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot. There, there's a lot of dives that we would play in Philly. They're like I think we're probably gonna play Philly in May, and like we're looking into a bunch of places. Like after this podcast, I'm gonna send an email out because we like just got our lineup for it today. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can definitely steer you to some dives in Baltimore if you like. You can buy Oxy out front and all that. <laughs> yeah, sure thing. <laughs> or to some nicer venues, <laughs> whatever you're, uh, whatever you're into. I won't judge. Basically, we learned this like kind of more recently because we had our album release show at the bar that we started at. Nice. And before, I remember we had this kind of like attitude where it's like, oh, we want to start playing like bigger places. Like the venue itself actually doesn't matter. It's if it's packed or not or like or how the show does. Yeah, for sure. You know, like mm. we'll play in like we played in like a, a like a musty, like drippy, like basement, like underneath a restaurant before, like in North Jersey. And the show itself was like packed. So the fact that the venue was like. Yeah. I don't want to call it like a piece of shit, but it wasn't like the nicest place. <laughs> but the show was still like good and just yeah. had good vibes the whole night. It was a, like, it doesn't matter, in. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to cut. You don't have to use any euphemisms here. We've all been there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, um, you know, if anything, when you're the size, I just say us loosely, uh, whatever our size band is. You know, uh, we're lucky usually to get a crowd. So, like, if it is a smaller room, it's like, of course, that's usually going to be better. Mm. <laughs> I mean, unless maybe yeah. the yeah. sound sucks or someone gets hepatitis off a needle, like, in general. <laughs> like, yeah. you yeah. know, a smaller room feels full and it feels like a, you know, full blown rock show. Yeah. Or you yeah, have the same amount of people in a 
thousand cap place, it would be like, uh-oh, this is, <laughs> we got a lot of room out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. And we've been lucky with good sound in the past couple small rooms that we've played. So that, that part's even been pretty yeah. good, actually. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, we covered uh, covered the shows, covered the latest songs. Um, did you want me to feature those two particular songs, Don't Let Me Go and uh, Shipwreck, or did you want to go in a different direction? Um, Usually I feature two, like one at the beginning of the episode and one at the end. I was going to say, I think the, uh, I think the other guy, so like we're doing, me and Joe are doing this podcast. Dean and Devin coincidentally are doing like another one next week. And I think they're featuring Shipwreck on there. So you could, you could still feature Don't Let Me Go. I think there was, I sent one over. You know Joe, I think I sent, I think I sent Rotten Tomatoes over. Ah, nice. Okay. What was the name of the other podcast, by the way, that you're doing? Um, High School Never Ends podcast. Right on. Pop I, punk podcast. I like making uh, podcast buddies on the internet. <laughs> I'll hit them up. That's awesome. <laughs> Love that. The other song, though, Joe wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Matt came up with the wonderful name of Rotten Tomatoes. Because so, that... uh, well, yeah, because of the the movie critic yeah. website. So Rotten Tomatoes is all about like self criticism and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wrote the the lyrics with that kind of in mind, and then Matt came up with the idea of calling it Rotten Tomatoes, and the started with the little bass lick at the beginning as like the first stem of an idea for that song. Wrote the wrote the lyrics separately, put them together with the bass lick, and threw some threw some chords over top of it. And again, Matt and the guys helped me make it improve it a little more. And then it got even better when we brought it to Nick in the studio. Some of the instrumental stuff that he threw in there was awesome, yeah. amazing. <laughs> so we're really happy with how it came out. And uh, Joe, you don't sing, you but you are a writer. Uh, yes, and I do not sing. I sang a little tiny bit of background vocals on. The waiting room, which is more of a fun fact than less of actual singing. <laughs> so is it kind of fun then to like write personal lyrics and have somebody else sing it? It is actually. Um, it's it's cool in that fact. I've always enjoyed something I've always enjoyed just in my free time. Yeah. But to like write stuff for the band is always super fun. You know, it's like you get to go into your own little band playground for a little while. I guess I'm also curious about the vulnerability aspect because mm. you can share stuff and make somebody else sing it. You don't have to worry about <laughs> any ramifications. That's true too. And then I just I just have to smash some drums, and, and that's the that's the fun part. Yeah. No, uh, I also just like I'm a person who enjoys really deep lyrics, and I, I like writing really deep lyrics. So I wanted to kind of put something out there that was a little more thought provoking, and not that, uh, and a little more meaning. The first song that I wrote wasn't as thought provoking, so I wanted to do something a little different with uh, my second ASG writing credit. And Matt always writes such good lyrics, so I wanted to make sure I, I was up to snuff and it wasn't like, uh, oh, who wrote this song? You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's important too. Nah, and it's like our I don't know I got I would have to look, but I'm pretty sure it's like our most like popular song right now. Like as of like late. Yeah. Basically. 
which is so cool. I just love that. <laughs> Yo, the past like Rotten Tomatoes and Don't Let Me Go, the past like I want to say like maybe three shows, um, including like like we were talking about like even though like the rooms are small, the past like three shows we've had like the entire room singing them mm. back to us. Nice. Which is like this is we've been doing this for like six years basically, and like this is the first. This yeah. was basically our first like uh, experience of that happening. That's awesome. Oh yeah. So like with our with our tour, yeah, like the Jersey show of our tour, we're just anticipating it's gonna be nuts, but just based on the last like few shows. That's great. Yeah, you built a, a following already. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a great local scene around us, and we're we're super lucky to be a part of it, and met lots of awesome people. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, I'd uh I'd be happy to help get you guys a gig down here and like i said i'm obviously interested in coming up your way it's a hop skip and a jump um <laughs> so far i feel like i might be forgetting somebody but like green green knuckle material they're kind of in like the reggae scene uh they've been on here been chatting with them a little bit uh we're uh actually yeah our philly show that we just mentioned we're actually you know what? I'll just I'll just say it anyway because we just locked the show in last night. Green Knuckle Material. We're playing Philly with them in May, as our part of a show swap, and we are playing the Stone Pony with them in uh, April. That's awesome! Well, congrats mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, I hear that's a... for having us on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no problem. I'm just trying to help out. Uh, like I said, bands of uh, our ilk. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, we appreciate um, it. Any any little bit how helps it, and you know maybe who knows you can uh, upset a relative or two with this and uh, <laughs> long lost uncle like what yeah. <laughs> get some weird texts after or something I don't know there you go I've only More had fun that way I've only had one episode or two maybe requested to be take taken down um, <laughs> That's so, amazing. which I feel like is a pretty good percentage because uh, we're mm. almost at like two hundred now so. oh nice. Um, doing all right as far as batting average goes. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have the poor man's Zoom, so it's gonna kick me off in the one minute and thirty seconds. So I guess if there's any parting, uh, parting details that I glazed over, now would be the time. Shoutouts or like anything like that. Yeah, um, thanks for having us on. Uh, shout out to Dean and Devin, who are, uh, they're doing another podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> at, at, like, sometime later in the week, so we'll see how much shit that they talk on me and show. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. We'll oh, find yes. out after. Um, I guess you could find any of our music on any stream platform, All Systems Go, on social media. All of our handles are at All Systems Go NJ. Mm. And, and shout out. And shout out to all the people who have sang our songs at shows. We hope you come back to our other shows and keep singing and we love you. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Good vibes. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, I'll call that a wrap. And then um, I guess if you, you said you already sent the MP3s. Yeah. Yep. All right. Perfect. And uh, it usually takes me a couple of weeks to turn these things around and get them out. But uh, I'll get it out on the airway as soon as I can. Yeah, no problem.
So yeah, thanks to Matt and Joe for coming on the show. Thanks to you for uh, listening. If you made it this far, the song that you're hearing in the background is called Don't Let Me Go. Connect.